Hello, this is Jennifer Maness with Esoterica, storytelling that goes beyond the extraordinary. Today my story explores part one of three, until something better comes along. Like many transplants to Maine, I left behind a completely crazy phonetic world hoping to find something better. On its surface, my life to some might have seemed enviable. I worked in corporate headquarters for a big fashion retail company. I sat in important meetings with important people making important profit-driven decisions. I earned enough that I enjoyed living in a most beautiful apartment in the high-end district, ate at the trendiest restaurants with the finest food, and enjoyed the most exotic martinis, margaritas, mojitos of the moment. I was a bi-coastal traveler, always privy to the most fabulous finds of fashion prior to their becoming popular in shopping malls or magazines. Yes, on the surface, I had a lot going for me. Going deeper than the surface, however, I felt utterly unfulfilled. Reality was that each morning I cringed at the sound of my alarm. I delayed my rising by slapping the snooze button the maximum amount of times it allowed. This resulted in my running late to work every morning, so to make up time, I sped through traffic, racing down the roads like a speedway driver, coffee in one hand and manual shift in the other hand, shared with mascara wand at traffic lights. This required use of my knees on the steering wheel, which I justified as excellent practice of hand-eye coordination, preparing my brain for whatever challenges of the day lie ahead. I worked 10-hour days, six days a week, and when I didn't work, I checked my BlackBerry for emails and midday sales reports. Even when a hurricane shut down the office, sending coworkers fleeing from town for safety, my responsibilities included using a company-provided satellite phone to connect to the Internet for store-wide email communications. The recession meant no forthcoming raise and no promotion, so my career was at a standstill. Mostly my personal life consisted of heading straight home after a long day, walking and feeding my lonely dog, soaking in the tub with a glass of wine, then crashing on the couch to check emails one more time before heading to bed. Like celebrities hanging with other celebrities, my social circle consisted exclusively of co-workers. We gossiped about the latest budget cuts or scandalous firing. We commiserated over our latest insurance rate hike or plunging stock prices. We sought solace in our mutual malcontent. One morning, after several sleepless nights obsessing over some incident that occurred at work, I felt lightheaded and was shaking so severely that I couldn't walk down my stairs. I felt as if I had drunk a six-pack of Red Bull. My head was spinning and my arms were numb and tingly. I drove myself to the emergency room where I had a resting heart rate of over 122 beats per minute. Apparently, I was in the throes of a panic attack or suffering from a sleep deficit. It frightened me enough to take stock of my life. What exactly was I doing? I was at a turning point. A couple of months from my 40th birthday, I realized my job had become my life. When was the last time my dog and I went on an exploratory adventure? When had I last gone to the movies or run on the beach at sunset? What about all the vacations I wanted to take? What happened to the idea of marriage and kids? When did I spend time with my family? Clearly, it was time for a change, but what did that mean? What would that change look like? Surely something better would come along. This is part one of three, until something better comes along. I'm Jennifer Manus for Esoterica. Thanks for listening.